Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, keep that yeah. consistent. Okay. I could do it all day. I could do that all day too. Just different stuff than you were doing. What was the song we were listening to last night? I didn't even know you knew this song, and you were like, that's one of the best fucking funniest vocal things that anyone's ever done. Take on me by Aha. Take on me, take on me, me. This next one is the one. I'll be gone with it's so easy to write off the 80s like you just think of a bunch of songs like that and it's easy to write it off but then when you listen to those songs you're like oh damn they fucking they killed it (laughs) (laughs) they legitimately killed it just the drugs they were doing aren't my drugs so they didn't make the sound that really tugs at my heartstrings yeah definitely different drugs and then i think the production of a lot of az stuff will just take you off of it taste wise even if you love the melody and you you love other parts of it you know just the specific flavor of it you can at least me it's holding me back i know from a lot of good songs just 80s production oh my god but they were fastidious about the way that they did things by the time we got to the 80s like there wasn't a like a looseness about things they'd be like we're going to spend $100,000 on dialing in this snare drum sound, and we're going to spend three months on it right now. Yeah. And like, that's the kind of shit that people were up to in the studios, like, yeah. like meth head tinkering around. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, I would still argue, one of the biggest booming parts of music production. My brother's in this, mm-hmm. like, long-form production school, and you, to be cantankerous like that, to, like, I love microcosms. I love working small, but for some reason with music, I just, you lose me. Oh, a certain yeah. level of smallness, you lose me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that's me in general. Apply, I'll apply it to any medium across the board. Yeah, yeah. The, the the more like just detail little things. Like I can't do that in my films. You know, yeah. now I can. I possess the editing skills to edit right. one of my movies, but I wouldn't do it. I can't. I can't do it. Yeah. I need someone else to do that so I can keep an eye on the bigger picture. Yeah. Because if I'm in there frame fucking, yeah, something's lost right. in the bigger picture scheme of things right but if i have someone in there frame fucking i could stand behind them and be like okay cool this still has integrity <laughs> <laughs> integrity integrity i feel like that word's come up a little bit this week definitely integrity yeah yeah integral i i, I used it as an insult to somebody that uh flaked on me this week not this week okay. a, a few weeks ago i'm gonna keep the timeline on that vague so i can even good. tell this story okay good Someone placed an order with me for something. Okay. And I went through great lengths yeah. to acquire yeah. the thing. Yeah. And they just flaked on showing up to get it. <laughs> and f- fool me once, uh, shame on me. Yeah. Fool me twice, uh, yeah, whatever George Bush <laughs> says. <laughs> It's always shame on them, I yeah, think. Yeah, you know no. what I mean? I just can't. When I think of that, all I think of is George Bush trying to say that. It's the best shit ever. Um, but, I missed the last. But this person flaked on me not once, but twice. So I, did, I, I, was, I, was, I was definitely the fool. Um, but uh, I said, hey, what the fuck? And they were like, sorry. And I said, no, I'm sorry. 
I didn't realize I was dealing with a person with no integrity. Yeah. Case closed. In- <laughs> Get out of my dreams. Out of my head. <laughs> so, the you know, some, a different song, so sometimes I hate to drop a hammer, but sometimes it feels good. That one felt good. I know it will catch up to me and I'll have some moment down the line somewhere down the line (laughs) (laughs) that I'm like, like, and it just hits me as like uh, a actually me not having integrity. You think? I don't know. In this situation, it might not come back around, but like, yeah, this person just represents an archetype that I'm over. I'm over it. And I think a lot of people are the fake shaman. Yeah. The fucking 23 year old shaman who fucking (gasps) took fucking mushrooms twice and they got to serve the world. Come on. Adults, I think, come to understand all we have is time. Yes. As a commodity. Mm-hmm. That's all. And so it feels, because there isn't anything more frustrating than somebody wasting your time. And I think we have different pet peeves and different people personalities mm-hmm. to what that is. You know, some people can't stand if you're late, um, which I didn't used to understand. I used to, I used to let that bother me more than it does now. Mm. Now I'm much more trusting in the timing of things, you know, and, yeah. It takes somebody time to get there. It takes some time to get there. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the disrespect. That's what it is. So with the flaking, with the time. Just th- let a bitch know because we know you're on your phone. Well, this is the motherfucker. The, here's the motherfucker. You're the posting thing. on the media. You're your posting face every on the socials. A we goddamn see selfie it. of you in the same neighborhood you're supposed to meet up with me every five fucking seconds. All you gotta say is, hey, I have better stuff to do today, dude. You don't even have to lie about it. I didn't lie. No, no, oh, look, oh. her on that side of it, or him. Just Simple. Say, I. Cause I'm text me. I'm, I have no integrity right now. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like, I've been, I've done that. I've been like, yo dude, I'm super out of line right now. I'm sorry. I don't know where I'm at, but I can't do this thing anymore. Yeah. I've canceled podcast days that like person was supposed to come over like in two hours. Yeah. You know, but I say I'm fucked up. Like I, right. I, I took mole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this. Yeah. You're more. Pr- I, yeah. I feel like I've gotten good at, not lying about why I don't want to do stuff in maybe the last three years. Yeah. I used to be make up excuses. Mm-hmm. Important then, life skill. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I think white lying is an important life skill too. This it year, is. I never, I never thought I would think that lying is important, but I've gone, I've grown to think there's so many truths that are true at the same time. And truth is so moving. Yeah. Sometimes serving the moment is good, you know? I, I agree with you 100%. I think within the within the bounds of a relationship, the more honest you can be, even if it's like, even oh, if yeah. that little white lie thing wants to express itself, the more honest you could be, the better the relationship's going to be. In some other, though, relationships, friendships, uh, work relationships, collaborations, yeah. making sure the vibe's right sometimes uh, can come above telling the brutal details of your truth. Yeah. How much does somebody really need to know? Yeah. How close do you need to be to everybody? Well, my, I mean, my main thing, and, and I've practiced it through social media because I used to be a, such a loud mouth on social media. Like, here's my opinion. Fuck everyone else. You know, this this and that. It's just like, when that comes up, which is inevitably your ego, just like begging for attention, like, just say, I don't have to say anything. It feels so good. Oh, yeah. To practice it in person. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I learned it from social media, and now yeah. I practice it in person, and I'm like, wow, this feels so nice to be like, cool. I don't, I don't really have to uh, shake the boat. Yeah. Just kind of fall back. But Yeah. Yeah. 
I um I let go of lying as a tool a long time ago because my memory is so bad. I realized, oh, yeah, yeah. I can't even keep the file cabinets if I start them yeah. with people. So I just have to always be as honest as possible because I can't yeah. remember if I told you something different, you know? Yeah. Some people have the capacity to do that, retention capacity. Mm. I think I'm a retention expert. And by retention expert, I mean I choose to not retain most things because I think that's the best way to be retention expert. You're not holding someone to their highest moment or their lowest you can barely remember. I can barely remember. <laughs> That's how I am. I got all these brains. I can barely remember. <laughs> yeah. You know, and oh it, it makes me think that it's it makes me a be- a faster learner. Like I am, the reason I can pick stuff up so fast in the moment of stuff is because I don't have. Mm. It's like I burned my file cabinets, mm. and there's so much space. Mm. Wow. <laughs> free to put stuff in. Yeah, yeah. I, d- I do know. <laughs> Sometimes, I was gonna bring this up. But like you, like Mowgli is a good excuse that you can use if you like want to leave a party. Or oh whatever. my god, that's what I was and I, last I, night. We were at a party, and I was like, <laughs> "No, I know." It was like heroin. I wanted I was to like, say oh, this. We start. could say Mowgli at any time. Just get out of here. <laughs> I wanted to say this, but I didn't want to like throw shade on this podcast. It's just hilarious to me that you and Cass immediately that was started to be a part of our relationship. Like we go places, we'd be like, "Oh, we have to leave for Mowgli." And and Mare's <laughs> never behind done us, that like, before. Mare's like, "No, we don't." And I'm like, "Just <laughs> stop. We're out of gas here." <laughs> <laughs> so that was what I was gonna say about that. So yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah. But that is kind of comes back to our point about white lying. What's the best thing in that scenario to keep everybody having the most fun time? Is it to let you know that I'm bored of this party and I'm leaving, or is it to let you know like, hey, yes. you're fun. I yeah. love you. This is cool. Yeah. My dog in this moment is cooler. That's not personal. Absolutely. You know. In, in a way, that's like it helps the situation. Yeah. Versus being righteous and trying to be like. Oh, I have to be the most honest and be like, I don't even like you right now. I'm leaving. You yeah, know? that's that's yeah. the balance I think we're talking about with honesty. Yeah, with people that are not super close. There's to a you. time and a place for it. <laughs> I I uh, I have a friend that I uh, she we're old friends, like very old friends, like friends. We've never hooked up and never yeah. even talked about or looked at each other that way. Collaborators, and uh, man, uh, but I was I was close to her, so I knew of the chaos of her personal life yeah. and all of the. Basically cheating and lying she was doing. Yeah. And it was insane. It was an insane level of um, different partners, different, constantly putting people in her phone as different names, deleting text threads, this and that. And like, she knew me back when I was uh, cheating myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so she thinks like, I could share this stuff with you. But like, holy shit. The amount of people, like my cheating involved one person the person i was cheating on and the person i was cheating with and right me, you know it wasn't like some fucking goddamn complicated web of lies right this chick had a web of lies that like it would stress me out it would yeah. stress me out because like i have not seen her in two months and she's like hey if you get a text from so-and-so say i'm in la not like like and i'm like what yeah. what are we talking it was always oh, constantly if don't you are let- a friend and you're cheating i will i'm gonna be the person to get you found just yeah, so you yeah, know, yeah. like I, like I'm going to be the person. And, and and it's not even on purpose. Yeah, I'm not good at keeping up all that stuff. Cause I'm like, yo, your shit is so out of alignment that it's pulling other people into your magnetic field of lies. And I have to now be dishonest. I won't lie to for my you. friend. I would maybe lie for you. I won't lie for you though. Like if you're you can't. close to me, you can't, you, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it was a mess. I'm, I don't know if she still lives her life like that. I can't imagine keeping that up. But at the time, I was like, how are you keeping this up? Like, yeah. well into our 30s. Like, yeah. Just the shadiness. Yeah. And I, I think what it does to the person that's doing it is it isolates you. It starts to really, because you have 
not just one set of truth that you can look at the world through. It's my truth towards Mare and my truth towards my boyfriend and this guy that thinks he's dating me and this person that thinks we're going to get married and this person I'm just kind of having casual sex with. It's a different thing for every person and it's really hard to keep track of. And it creates this tornado that I was a part of. Like I was a big part of it. We worked together a lot. And it was always, hey, don't talk about, no, it was the first dead giveaway is um, no pictures. That yeah. was always the announcement at the beginning of any given night. Yeah. No pictures. No one posts anything. Yeah. If you do, I'm not here. Yeah. So you're like automatically like, this is weird. Like the whole night is kind of hinging on like us not getting you caught for what we don't even know. Yeah. It was just like, here's the set of rules. You don't, don't tell anyone where I am. Don't fucking post any pictures of me. Don't mention what we did. If you do leave me out of the story and say I was in LA. Like yeah. this, the level was You've never seen anything like this. You've never seen anything like this. I'm surprised I haven't talked about it on the podcast before. It was crazy. Crazy thing to keep up with. Very stressful. One time, she's like, hey, you want to get together and uh, talk about that thing we're going to do? And I'm like, fuck yeah. And then um, we're supposed to get together like two days from then. She texts me that day. She's like, oh, sorry. I had to go out of town. I had to go to LA. And I'm like, oh, okay. Whatever, no big deal. I don't even think twice about it. Go out for a walk in the neighborhood, walk by this Mexican restaurant, and she's sitting there with somebody. I'm like, sometimes it's a, it became recreational. There was no reason. It, it just became like another thing and another thing. And that's when I realized it even applies to me. It's not like me helping her manage all oh, these no. relationships. It applies to everyone. She's not honest with herself. How could she be honest with me yeah. or her parents or anyone? You yeah. Know? Yeah. Wild. It's like, it really is a drug. Um, and I think all the things we use as drugs are to distract us from the present, right? And being present. Yeah. And that's yeah. actually really easy, accessible. It's like being on your phone, like drug. Is, if you have a whole separate fake, like lying life, it really does separate you. Oh, yeah. You know, from your relationship and those situations and those people. And yeah. in a way where you're like, you're barely, you barely are present. And it's probably very relieving on a lot of different levels. It's almost, to me, it's like borderline sight, like being a psychopath. If you can yeah. lie to that, you know, have all of your relationships are just lies. She, she's one like of that. the only people I've ever thought of. Maybe to, she's a to sociopath. Lie to your opa- okay, like, w- yeah. What else would be the definition of that? I think to claim you love somebody and lie to them when you look them in the eyes is pretty close to like, yeah. you don't have the capacity to feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you're feeling in that moment, that's not what you would be doing. Uh, imagine that with sex then. You know, oh, yeah. I mean, it's like, what I'm, are we doing? Yeah, I'm sure she's having great sex, yeah. No, well, that's the thing. <laughs> it was always talking shit about the partner that, you know, it's always like, oh, this guy doesn't know how to fuck Yeah, because she can't you know be who present. Does? Yeah. <laughs> she can't enjoy herself, yeah. yeah. That's on a, unfortunately a lot of the conversation with females and sex, but yeah. Um, interesting. And just like, yeah, there are certain people that fetish, like I'm not even fetishizing the right word, but just love lying and love that shadow realm and love having secrets. And we were talking about your dad being one of those people. And yeah. I know a couple other people in my life like that where they'll lie about stupid stuff. I think just to like keep, it's a container for creativity for other, for people for that creativity that yeah. might not have, that don't have the obvious ones. Yes. And, uh, it's and it's also a way of uh, controlling things when you might not have ever felt like things were in control, especially when it comes to relationship. You've been in, in, in an uptight relationship and you're like, I'm never fucking going to be in a serious relationship, whether my partner thinks we are or not. I'm never doing it that seriously. See, and I'll take it from the female side. It's kind of coming from not getting what you need. Not sorry, not trusting that you're going to get what you need. Yeah, right. Right. Um. And that way you just take from whoever you want all of the time. 
Oh yeah. You know, instead of in like if you invest in somebody a little bit more and let go in somebody that requires a trust that you're going to get what you need. But yeah. you know, if you're fucking around with a bunch of people, you know you you're invested in knowing that you're never going to get what you need and that's why you take it from whoever you yeah. want. Yeah. You know. You plunder people's souls. You, know, you don't <laughs> you you're not like hooking up and making something new. You're there on a mission, a pirate mission. Yeah. It's it's pretty uh it's a pretty funny thing to think about in retrospect because that was that was a long time ago. Yeah. But I've I've uh I've had a, a bunch of liars in my life. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. So I I feel bad for them. I, yeah. I, I've yeah yeah because it's because as you've felt it's so easy for me to speak my truth. Yeah. It's pretty sitting right there you know like I don't have an option. Yeah. Yeah, but you it's it's like rooted in shame and I think we get taken down by shame in different ways. Yeah. You know. Mm. Um Yeah, I've never I've never had I'm just realizing this. I've never had like a close close friend cheat on their partner with me or around me. Oh my god. I don't know how I would be how I would deal with it. I'd probably fuck your whole life up. I'd probably tell your husband I'm the worst. Well, I'm so like I get so into it. The, uh, it's just hard to explain, but you wouldn't be in the orbit of a cheater. Yeah. It's, it's not it's not what you're magnetizing it's not what you're all about when yeah. i was cheating yeah all you knew everyone around me totally. was cheating it's totally. all i saw totally and it's crazy i was friends with a group of guys who didn't take their relationship seriously and then all these girls started finding me wow then they're still my friends yeah, yeah they're still my friends but we were like those relationships started because i was honest with them about what i was doing and they're yeah. like oh well i'm sleeping with a married man i'm cheating on my boyfriend of 10 years with a married man yeah. who has kids yeah. and I'm um, going to move down the road from him right now. And like, we would bond over these things, yeah. but like, I don't know when I was cheating, it was like, I'm, I'm married. I got married stupidly. And then I met the love of my life. Like, yeah. that's what it was for me. Yeah. It, you know, it wasn't like a ridiculous, like filling my ego. Like it was just like, you probably had that I'm when really you were younger too. Cause you cheated oh, yeah. other, you, you have other cheating stories other than Cass. I know you have yeah. a many other cheating stories. Other than Cass. Yeah. To I me, have it, probably a dozen. Yeah. I think it's a natural like it's a natural child experience of dating like yeah know, being a man and cheating and stuff like that and navigating getting what you need and not getting what you need I, I being, was a caveman. being honest with getting what you need and the sh- yeah. like not the ability to not be honest and then like all of that unfold like the desire that you backlogged and having yeah. to express itself anyways and um well my whole shit was on a delay like i feel like um like i had my girlfriend since i was 16 and it was good like we were yeah. we were just we were each other's people yeah and we broke up around 23, and that coincided with me starting my career, moving to New York City, and the first time in my life that I was like, yo, pe- people are attracted to me. I was like, just going to say, never, and you were exploring that. I never <laughs> felt that anyone was attracted to me before. Yeah. It was like, I had my girlfriend. She was my yeah. next door neighbor. We were like best friends. Of yeah. course, we were attracted to each other and everything, but like yeah. that literally like I'm walking through the halls at work, and I'm like, yo, people are flirting with me. This is crazy. Yeah. Like This girl asked me on a date. Like coming down to New York City and just having my mind blown by the options, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. And, I, and a huge thing with me is I don't want to disappoint anyone. So, like, I would give people a time of day. Definitely. You want to please people. We are, cl- like, v- classic Venus and Leo, like, want to express love through sex. It can seem like spiritual healing. So I think that path we can both seem have that? really natural. Yeah. You've resisted it, though. Yeah. 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 Um, You've maintained your purity. <laughs> I have maintained. I've, uh, I've done some shadowy, shady. <laughs> I have maintained my purity. Things, 
I could fill nine podcasts with just the fucking creeping. But I got off in more subtle ways off of that power trip of sexual attraction, right? Yeah. Like a lot of my life revolved around that power trip that you got off of for oh, a long yeah. time. That's right? all I needed, really. But yeah. And, and then I didn't want to We navigate it in different ways. Yeah. I didn't need the full sex. All I needed was the check off of like, oh, I can control you. And I, you know, I know I needed you wanted or whatever. And now that's kind of where you are at. You've kind of 100%. transcended to like, I just need this. I don't need all of that or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I think like, yeah, it just takes a second to navigate all the power that comes in all of these dynamics and figure out how you want to play with other people. And that yeah. feels like alignment and it'll change in different phases of your life. Like, you know, the slut phase I think is real for a lot of people and you need to go through it. Yeah. You need to go. I'm glad I went through it. With it. I'm glad I went through it. So I have a frame of reference because yeah. now if the temptation comes up or the opportunity instead of with the way I used to do it is I would be like, well, the temptation or the opportunities there. And all I'm thinking about is that moment that like the moment of orgasm, like trying to get to that, trying to get to that moment where we're together and we're having an orgasm. Now I think of the moment after that. I, I, I just take it one step further and just be like, imagine what it's like the moment right after you finish having sex. Does that feel in alignment? No. Like every time. Like, no, it's not, it's not right. Yeah. Keep it tucked away. <laughs> 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 it's not right. All I have to do is just project a little further into the future and be like, on the other side of that moment, I'm going to fucking hate everything. So let's not go there. Yeah. And the less that you get out of a scarcity mindset, the less exciting it is too. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel like I got, I transcended. I got to a certain level, like when I was a hot girl before I fucked up my face, like a certain number of people like got attracted to me that I, I just like stopped. Your cup was filled. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, okay. cool. I don't get off on this at, at all anymore. Yeah, In fact, it's annoying. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can get to that place, I think. And like, I've been getting to a place with my attraction and, and fire and playing with my own fire where like, it's such a mutable thing to me. It's not like qualities I'm looking for outside of myself. It's not these stagnant mm. things that you could attach to specific people. Yeah. It makes it much easier to like navigate in a fluid mm. way. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy how, uh, how, we can evolve, you know, if we give our sp ourselves space to do it and just apply intention and awareness to our life. Like how quickly you can be like, oh, whoa, actually all that stuff I was doing that didn't make me feel so good. It didn't make me feel so good because it wasn't in alignment with who I really am. Like, yeah. Let me start behaving more in alignment with who I am. Let me start thinking more in alignment with who I am. Yeah. Well, and feeling and trusting how you feel because I've most of us are just acting out of trauma response until a Absolutely. certain point in your life when you start to unpack that and you actually are like, oh, wait, who am I without this constant feeling of this void that was created from my traumas? Because that's, of course, a lot of what your sexual navigation was, yeah, you know, and all, it was, m yeah. all of mine. And like, yeah. um, c you know, we continue to move through the world just trying to like feed our trauma zombies or whatever. But I think like the more that you do it, um, there's a way that you start to also feel feed the angels not just the demons you know and you get to your fires get stoked not just from you know get, feeling a negative void but like investing in a positive one yeah. and stuff starts to change you know and sec the way that you want to give yourself or not give yourself starts to change mm. um yeah it's like i feel and i guess it's just my saturn placement like i feel a really deep sense of responsibility in relationships because i feel a really deep sense of like magnitude when i meet people like impact 
Um, and so like as much as I can understand the sacred slot and like, oh, I'd love to like please everybody and make everybody feel wanted and desired. Like I understand that, yeah. you know, like that from you. Like it's totally Venus and Leo stuff. But like I've been close enough, even just my first love, my first boyfriend, like me breaking up with him. Like I got I feel like I got so attuned to like I could do anything with the power I had in that <laughs> dynamic. I, I it like crushed me as a person. I was like, I have to be more responsible in relating to people and I'm going to have to be more distant and cold and all these things because it's not just about me. Like it's about how I'm going to affect this person and hurt them or build them up or yeah. influence them. And mm. um, it's made me be m very sparse, I think with my influence and with my interaction with people and stuff, because I, I don't want to impact you as much oh, as that's man. always my archetype with me. I like I, I would like not to. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's funny how the truth comes out over time. Cause I feel like when we first met, we were all three of us on the trip of like, um, in, but you know, let's influence people. You know what I mean? We're influential. Let's let's influence people. And it's like that was just the the super ego of Trinity Infinity coming together. And then it kind of needs to just burn. We burnt it out. We burnt it. We dosed a lot of people. We did a lot of fucking come up episodes. Like we just did it. And now, like, I thought it was gonna be controversial this morning when I'm telling you guys. I'm like, I don't recommend drugs. Like, I don't want to be the person turning people on to something. I don't want like that's the opposite of who I was. The first few years after we discovered mushrooms and we were just proselytizing nonstop. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, now it's almost the opposite. I'll, I'll speak well to him and I'll say, of course I wish the whole world would take fucking mushrooms. Like yeah. it would be a better place. Of course I'm not the person to turn you on to them. I don't even recommend it. It's, um, it's a very intense thing to invite into your life if you're not ready to change your life. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, no, I consciously didn't want to have influence in our relationship. I was like, I like representing purity mm -hmm. and celibacy i don't want to represent a three-way relationship <laughs> i've had to grapple with it i have to grapple with it all the time it's so weird well people project uh sexuality onto you especially because you're involved with this you know yeah but it's like uh, i don't even mind that like i don't mind what i have to deal with i just don't want i don't know it's it is so i feel like my throat's closing just saying like to have impact on someone, to have influence. Like, I don't, I'm flailing. <laughs> <laughs> I've been flailing. I'm barely holding it together. I'm fun to watch. I hope I entertain you. I don't know if I'm a path to follow. Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know? Jesus Christ. I feel like I'm, I'm like a good example of how not to do things. No, 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 no. You're a good example of somebody who, um, fucking you say yourself you're like i have add but you make music make podcasts and tattoo people and make a good living you own a place in new york city like you have your shit together you know now you're making it seem like but you, they shouldn't listen to me no they this definitely shouldn't they, <laughs> okay, and they shouldn't listen to me that. Okay. they shouldn't listen to me and i feel like a lot of people <laughs> wanted to listen to me because i had finished a couple projects i thought of and that that's it that's all it takes yeah is it, you know, and, and then people are like, oh, whoa, you built something. Yeah. And if you build it, they will come. <laughs> and, and when they show up, you have to say, yo, I ain't the, the one you are. Yeah. Yeah. These are just muses me that, muses that handed me the thing. Yeah. And you can listen to them too. Yeah. Should yeah. we do some questions? So I was really excited about bringing in a little bit more of a new container. Into I, I think this is a great idea. We have a, a new Church of Chill AI question generator the, the, you know the the ai wants to know what we're all about and so it has questions for us and uh i don't know mary you can just shout them out as as the 
thing has. I'm going to start with individuals and then we're going to move on to a couple thing. Did this just start flashing? I don't know. I don't know. Have we been flashing red this whole time, y'all? Yes. Is that going to give people seizures? It's not fast enough to give people seizures. Um, Do you want me to try and find the remote? How are you feeling in this moment? I think we get what we deserve in this life. Okay. You could also turn it up. You see how it's dimmed? You can reach it. You don't even have to unthink. Oh, what do I need to do? On that, on that, see how it, there's like a side dimmer? There you go. Oh, now we're lit. That's good. It's like the red light district. Yeah, I love it. Have your parents influenced the goals you have? That's a question. What goals you have, yeah. So it's, we're starting serious. We'll get less serious. Um, have my parents influenced my See, I'm goals? sweating like so much. Um, you've been in my household a lot. It hasn't, ch- it, it's, it, it's, if anything, it's dialed down a little bit than what it was like growing okay. up. So imagine chaos tenfold. The yes. Already chaos that they have times 10. So there wasn't much, uh, hey, let's sit and talk to Sean about his goals. Yeah. It was, they just encouraged me. Whatever I was, wanted to do or was good at. It was so, it's so sweet. It's yeah. so, I'm the only boy and they could have p- laid all this shit on me. Because I'm kind of smart and I'm with it and I got a lot of attention. So they could have been like up in my shit about like do this or be a politician, be a lawyer. Be th-. They just they just supported me. And I, you know, since I was 16, I was like, I want to I want to direct movies. So they just supported it. But do you think like separate from direct interaction with them, like, you know, like your church of chill is sort of in response from having a lot of chaos mm-hmm. and needing to hold your own Absolute, chill space. Everything. So like, It's everything. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> the, my whole personality. So do you feel is like directing be an antidote to that energy? Yeah. So it has directed it fully. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. I like. You don't feel like directing is like an unanswered wish of like your mother, or your grandfather, or like. Uh, in a way, you know, it's my dad. Okay. My dad uh, had a life-changing car accident, probably the same age as you. 22, 23 years old. He yeah. was at the time going wow, to uh, photography school here in Manhattan and uh, was a full-time photographer. And uh, he had this accident. He was fucked up in a body cast for like a year. He couldn't even, just, just fell off with it. And uh, just, I don't know, we met my mom. He stopped doing that and got a little bit more responsible. Um, but I think that part of the reason he did drugs my whole life is because there was... Uh, creative a thing it, like he has such such energy and passion and creativity and has nothing to pour it into so he just smokes cigarettes and takes drugs and smokes cigarettes and takes drugs and that's not all he is he's a very complex human being but i think in there is a an artist that's too ashamed to say i'm an artist and i have things to say and um well, i came along like i can do it yeah well the thing the thing with accidents y'all like when you fuck up your body Cause I, I keep trying to analyze like, what is it that keeps like how my, like my injuries will affect me so much. They'll just take me all the way down. And it was like up until that point in Jack's life, I'm sure he had had hardship and chaos and strife. You know, I'm sure he'd experienced all of those things, but the, when you like, when your body is destroyed, it's like, it's like, it's such a clear unmovable piece of evidence that first of all, you're not in control. Mm. Yeah. Right. And that you're, like something bad not only may happen to you, but now has and will happen to you. Yeah. Like it's a different, it like changes your whole map of how reality could be and right. what it could be. Mm. It introduces negativity in such a solid way. Yeah. You know, you're right. Um, 
Yeah, it, it just seems every person you talk to that's struggling the most, it always seems so consistent that it starts with a very serious body injury, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It it sent him through a loop. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he still struggles because of it, you know? He still has screws in his back and all this stuff, so. Let's see what else we got. What is the strangest dream you have ever had? Mm. Uh, that's a tough one for me. I don't know. Um, I was going to tell my story about that entity because that's like my vividly oh, strangest yeah. dream, but I've I've already told that on this podcast yeah. in this form. It, you basically described what most people describe as like a sleep paralysis demon. Like it's eerily similar to some stuff I've read on Reddit. Oh, I've had sleep paralysis demons too. Like experienced. I've had stuff in this house where it feels like someone's hands are on me and I can't move. Mm. I I used to have a uh, a reoccurring bad dream like any time that. There would be like this um, from Pee Wee Herman. He had a show, Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah. And there was like a genie in there. Okay. And that person, that, that genie head would come into my dreams and it would scare the shit out of me. I did not yeah. like it. When the genie head ap- appeared in my dreams, I would wake up terrified. I hated it. I can still picture it. A dream from when I was like nine years old. But what was biggest about that dream that I had about this entity was it didn't feel like a dream. I was like, that wasn't a dream. I woke up in the in a yeah. different dimension and I woke up in that same dimension intentionally that night four times, mm. you know? Wow. And so to me, it was like proof that, and in this, you know, synchronistic beauty of life, that was when I got introduced to um, like the Aboriginal culture in the bush in Australia, that their whole, their whole society is around dreams and yeah. they call them dream time dreams. And these special people in the group have what's known as dream time dreams and they're, they're shamans and they're not regular dreams. They're wow. like what, basically what I experienced to describe. And it's so funny because that visions. came to me like that day, like yeah. into my life so I could place it and put context to it. Cause it was, it rocked me. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, we don't take dreams seriously enough in our culture. Uh, we don't listen to them. We write them off in every way. Most people like myself take drugs so they can't even remember their <laughs> dreams. Yeah. You know, we don't honor yeah. that space because, yeah there's something very real and very telling going on and it's just for you and it's every night and uh anytime someone's hesitant to take like mushrooms or something i'm like what are you scared of you go to sleep every night and enter a fucking world that you have no control over whatsoever oh yeah yeah. what uh, what what with mushrooms you you at least can say let's steer my thoughts in a different direction yeah let's take some breaths let's move my body a little bit like when you're sleeping like what the fuck are you what is this yeah it's crazy. No, and it seems like there's variation to it. Like, it seems like I do have dreams that are just very clearly playing out fears I have in my third dimensional reality, but then I have totally fantastical dreams mm, right. that seem very different in intention or where I'm at in my yeah. unconscious space. Uh, Cass woke up from one the other day, yesterday morning, and she was like, I have no idea what this is, but like in my dream, I was buying a coffee and I handed them the money and then there was $7.31 change and she had like very crazily, like she could remember the like certain numbers and stuff yeah. in the dream. Very weird. But uh, there's, uh, you know, the, the strangest dream of them all, not to be too much of a stoner, is this right here. Oh, yeah. Our waking life, whatever oh, yeah. the hell this is. Yeah. The dream that we're dreaming from the great beyond. Definitely. Yeah. We're definitely on the strangest timeline. An mm. app mysteriously appears on your phone and it does something amazing. What does it do? A what? An app. A new application, speaking of dreams, mm. of your dreams. What you is could, it? So a new app mysteriously appears on your phone. Uh, what do you wish it did? Uh, record my dreams. Give me like a... Interpret your dreams? Yeah, like a Cliff's Notes. Like a, just a little, yeah, a reminder and slash interpretation. Like here's, by the way, here's what went down for the last eight hours. That'd be cool. 
There's so many things that I would want an app to do. Yeah. I'm just reeling them off in my head. Mm. Um, I feel like I would want a yes or no answer app for can handle certain people deal with certain things. Oh, yeah. Like, again, like, I feel like I'm in so many dynamics where I feel responsible and I'm like, oh, can yeah, you just tell me, time. can AI just see the future and tell me if this person can handle this thing? <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> you, you, I don't even, I'm preaching the choir. <laughs> I'm telling somebody else this. You can do that. You, you know that, that feeling? Like, we're, yeah, we're, we're we, about to take a group acid trip and you have this, your, your soul is like drawn to one of the people in the room like, oh, God. <laughs> Fuck. They I'm going to have to drag you up in the yeah, depths of yeah. Dante's Inferno level nine here yes. in three hours. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah. you're like, whatever. Yeah. Fine. Whatever. Yeah. We already took the job. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. Some of these are so silly and not in a good way. Mm-hmm. We could do a silly one. What's the most disgusting habit you think people have? Oh, man. That's an answer that's probably changed with time because I used to be more of... Um, I'm actually so interested in his... Way more persnickety than I even am about cleanliness yeah. and hygiene and stuff yeah. like that. No. Tell me. Give me the goods. I mean, I used to fucking wear deodorant and, and good smells and, you know, take two showers a day and I shave. I put on deodorant today. didn't even work. I'm sweating through this leotard. Well, it's deodorant. Not everybody no, knows. Not antiperspirant. You need an antiperspirant. Yeah, you don't need anything, does. really. Um, most disgusting I think my sweat habit. smells good. It smells like weed. So, uh, you know, that's nice. I, I think it's, <laughs> I, I don't even know. I've loosened up about this, but I, I think it's disgusting. like disgusting to like uh, overshare about whatever's going on with your guts you know oh, okay maybe. yeah i don't know that's just what comes to the i top don't of even my head. like when people burp you like, really i don't even like Cass bodily. hates it i don't like it Cass hates it i don't it. like it at all yeah i've never farted in front of Cass. i had i can't hear the word disgusting without i had my librarian at my performing arts high school she's a spanish lady um and like spoke English, but like very broken. And I don't know if she, like the first time that somebody told her the word disgusting, if it was misinterpreted, but mm. she used it. That's hilarious. All of the time, 30 million times a day, she would call you disgusting. Hello, disgusting. 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 How are you doing today? Just <laughs> so disgusting. What? It was the that's, best. That's incredible. It was sh incredible. So I have a very fondness when I hear that word. And I'm like, oh, my disgusting labor. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, shout out I to whoever put that. Disgusting. Shout out to whoever put that weird misinterpretation of that word in her head. Um, when I hear that word, I think of that. Uh, you ever seen that video? It's like two little girls like trying to make a video, and the mom bursts in, and she's like, "Who didn't? Who didn't flush the fucking toilet?" <laughs> and they both like freeze, and they look at each other like, "She's like, there's fucking shit in the toilet." She's like, disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. You know that video? We're just and talking about Essex accent. Yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> and then she just leaves, and the girls look at each other like. They know one of them did it, and you can tell from the video which one of them did it. <laughs> which one of you didn't flush a toilet? <laughs> Disgusting. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe Northern England, actually. Now that I'm hearing it. I think Scottish. Uh, yeah, very. Yeah. Almost, almost Scottish. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I don't. I'm. Acid has broken down a lot of my, like, cleanliness, oh, any of that here. stuff. Thank God. Um. There's still things that I get disgusted by. What are they, though? Have I ever been? Have you ever been like, God, I wish someone would 
Oh no. Okay, cool. No, I, I, I'm always on that's being disgusting. I think between the two of us, <laughs> and <laughs> it's probably people on their cell phones in the steam room. Oh my god! <laughs> that's probably just my most recent one. I'm Holy like, You're shit, disgusting. That, that really gets. I to have you. to listen to your stupid podcast in here. That somebody would be playing a loud podcast in a steam room. First of all. Go in the, if you need to do that, go in there with your headphones. Secondly, what the fuck's wrong with you? You can't have a moment away from the chatter of, you know, inane Discussion. chatter. Yeah, and if, sorry if you're listening to this in a steam room. We do respect you. Yeah, we yeah. do. I'm sorry. <laughs> but in a public steam room where other people are sitting in there trying to have a moment and, like, just get through the sweat and they have to overhear whatever the fuck you're listening to? Disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> but I'm probably with you on, like, oversharing bowel movements, like, yeah. There's a certain I hold I still assert a whole certain level of don't ask, don't tell about certain genres of uh, life, yeah, and that's yeah. one of them. Like whatever you need to do, please well, that, get it done. I don't need to know. That, well, that, that the, the the reason this even came up because I'm like, when do I get annoyed? And I'm like, Joey probably did something. I'm like, oh yeah, Joey probably overshared about that. It, so everything I, Joey does disgusts me. So yeah. if you want to know what disgusts me, yeah. just like study Joey. Well, he it, it's it's so crazy. We spend so much time with him that he'll it, he'll like talk about his diarrhea and his shits and all this. Like and we'll have to like between r- driving from our house to uh, yours. We'll I have to, to hear about it third party style from I you know. and Cass on the phone. I'm so sorry. I'm like I know. I'm like, <laughs> hey, we're sorry you were an hour late where you had to stop at two Burger Kings. Uh sorry, Joey. Um <laughs> but but I oh I gosh. It, am so triggered by it that I'm like, I'm just gonna change this motherfucker's diet, whether he likes it or not. He's not even gonna know. I'm just gonna change his diet on him. Yeah, that's smart. And we got him. That's it, smart. He was great when we just went away the last time. Yeah. No issues. What you could fucking set your watch to his shits. So thank you. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. Let's switch it up. What were some goals you have not accomplished yet in this lifetime? Um, I don't know. I feel like I wanted to have a little bit curlier hair than I have thus far, so that's yeah, a goal that's still outstanding. Well, uh, once you call it in, it I'm going to bring that in. Can I have a sip of that? Oh, yes. Um, I wanted to be more amazing at everything by this point. So just a general, I haven't reached guitar. any of my goals. I could say, I, I could say uh, guitar. Uh, I, I want to have guitar goals. And I started, I hate even admitting this. I started doing like YouTube lessons. YouTube is um, they the get me. They get me with these clickbait titles. Like memorize the whole fretboard in four minutes. I'm like, okay. And I like start, you know, start being able to improvise better. Start being able to do this better. You know, lessons for beginners. And they're all so good. They're awesome. Yeah. And they're, they're like, it's all about obviously finding, oh, I'm already boring myself with what I'm about to say. We got to find the right person that's for you, the yeah. right fit. And because yeah. there will be people that are easy to digest. And most of the people on there, you could not pay me to watch up double speed, you know. So just, you got to, you got to find your peeps. Yeah, you found us. Actually, that's what I find most disgusting. If you make YouTube videos and you take time in the beginning of the video to describe what the title is to me, disgusting. Yeah, come on. Disgusting. I have time that. in the day. We're better. You're than gonna that. tell. That's what the title's for. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. I'm sorry. I'm from Derry today. I guess. <sighs> Failure in your life, Sean. Yeah. What You've about experienced it? it. Yeah. When was that? Every day. Yeah. It's usually when I lose my temper. I'm a loser, baby. There's nothing I know you'd assume I would go towards uh, my failed art projects, but they're n- none of them are failed. I was going to say, I don't, yeah, I don't think you have any failed art projects. They, uh, b- uh, thousands of people have watched everything I've done. Thank God. You know, but failure is usually uh, when I snap off 
at you or Cass or my parents because those are the only people I would really snap off on. And, uh, yeah, I never want to. So it feels like a real uh, failure of a character. Yeah. You know, and uh, so I get that on the daily, weekly, sometimes many times on the daily. Damn. Yeah. What is the meaning of family to you, Sean? Can you even describe that? These questions are asking a lot. Family? Um, you know, there's your your family uh, that were uh, that you were born to, that you chose. You chose them before you were born to learn lessons and evolve your soul. You know, that's the obvious ones. And then there's the other people that come along and they take up roles of, you know, chosen family you know and uh those are th it's the same thing but you feel like you can slither away from them if the if it gets too hot but uh yeah it's just the, the people that you feel for one reason or another that there's work to be done and it can take place over the course of a lifetime not some short interesting so you see it more as work to be done less like who makes you feel comfortable and safe I mean, yeah, those are like friends. That's like, that's what friends are, you know, family, like, like I think of, uh, my boy Peach, you know, like yeah. he's my brother. Like yeah. I don't have a brother, but like Peach is my brother yeah. and, uh, we've gone through so many hard times together. Yeah. We've gone through some shit together and yeah. he's always been there for me and I've always been there for him and it hasn't always been fun and funny, but there's always more work to be done and there's nothing that motherfucker could do that could get me to not love him, you know? I want to move on to couples questions, yeah, but I yeah. also kind of need to tingle, so I'm going to ask go you your it. own question before I go. <clears throat> I'll see if I can do it without talking to s to someone. I'm very bad at this. You're very good at it, but it's only for one tingle. I love imagining there's somebody else there. <laughs> it's very fun. <laughs> it's like it's like when people enjoy lying. Like I enjoy fantasy plays so much with just small moments like that. Me too. I feel like I. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I when I'm left to my own devices, I don't think I would ever say something serious or not in a weird voice or accent. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. <laughs> my whole world's a damn fantasy. Um, I'm gonna ask you the one that I had before this, which was if you had one statistic of your life, I already know what my answer would be. What statistic would you choose to learn if you could crunch the numbers mm. on some aspect? That's a good one. Uh, I've often wondered about um, my my sexual statistics, like how many times have I had sex versus jerked off, you know? That would be cool to know, and how many partners I've had and uh, how many times I've done it with who. That would be all cool stuff to kind of, I don't know, N um, I would have to really think about it. I did. I did once when I was. Uh, I she Mary's saying from the other room. I got. I she can't believe I don't know how many partners I've had and that I don't know how to calculate. I I could. I could figure it out. I haven't been with that many people, but um, I just forget. I have been. Uh, not no. I haven't been wilder than you know. If anything, I, you've assumed. You assume. Um, I'm. I'm. I am and have been way wilder than I actually am. I assume am. that you definitely, that you would know them. I would know what? My sex partners? That like, 
like you wouldn't remember who, like who they were or it's stuff just it, it, people that i just hooked up with like once or twice and it was like uh like why a cheating there's a situation. lot of people you've just hooked up with once too no i haven't had that many one night stands i think i can only really think of like two or three you know and and they weren't even they weren't they were people i knew yeah yeah so, so wait i didn't hear all of your statistics i just heard you want to know how many partners you've had yeah that, that'd that. be cool no okay. no not how many partners i've had how many times i've had sex Oh, how many times you've like yeah. dropped a load? How many times yes. have I come in this life? Yeah, that's yeah. a good question. Yeah, it would, uh, you know, and volume, you know. And vo <laughs> how many gallons of cum have I thus yeah. far created? Yeah, that's an interesting one. And, and it only you, it comes to could mind. Could you cross the English Channel in your cum? <sighs> that's a good question. I like. I love these questions. Um, but the only reason I uh, that was on my mind is because we watched Ari Ari Shafir's uh, comedy special called Jew. And he was saying that they have that they tell kids like um, you you can jerk off just so, but just so you know when you die before you go to heaven there you'll be met by an angel who is going to show you all of these demon children that you birthed from every time you dropped a load by jerking off. Oh, good. And you have to you don't have to raise them or anything. You just have to face them and you have to look at this army, this endless army of fucked up, twisted juggalo fucking demon things wow. that you created by masturbating wow yeah so i thought about that i was is like Whoa. are jews anti-masturbation yeah but every religion this is. is news to me every okay. religion is okay uh, yeah you really shouldn't be doing that yeah yeah as per the church of chill bylaws <laughs> definitely <laughs> i would love to know the amount of seconds or minutes in my life i've spent not doubting myself Oh man! I want to. I want to know the amount of time I've spent in this body. That would be I embarrassing. Spent. It would be crushing. It, it would be like seeing your screen time. You're like, oh god, that's really what I was doing last week. How much of my life have I wasted? Yeah. Well, Towards, how many great moments? Because because I've realized Should more and more, and now I need to put it into practice that like, yo, you got to show up with gratitude and and hunt on the hunt for joy. Otherwise, your life can just get compressed down to like a series of complaints you had about situations you were in. Yeah. No matter how good or bad they were, y you can get on that trip. And I would hate to look back and, you know, just remember all the dumb little, I wish it was more like this. I wish it was more like that. Like, fuck all that. Like, I got to figure out how to just get down with the clown till I'm dead in the ground. Like, appreciation, presence. Word up. Gratitude. <laughs> take it in because it's flying by so fast yes so i was saying like last saturday we were up at forest playing music and everything i'm like it's one of the best days of my life yeah like let me treat it like that yeah let me just like t really show up and take it in and not be so concerned about all my little things i feel like i need to do to yeah. control yeah you know? we're gonna move on to couples questions yeah the the first one i that i got on there we'll do one on here and then maybe we'll switch over to the patreon is that cool sure I could use this as a, this is a great episode. I, I think we'll use this on YouTube. Yeah. We'll do a couple's question on here and then we'll do a bunch more on the, on the Patreon if people want to get down with that. Okay, cool. Well, Patreon.com slash church of chill. Get on there. Start, start signing up for it now. Cause you're going to want to hear the second half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And join the community and share stuff. And yeah. Yeah. There's nothing to say about the Patreon, but the first question that we got was what do you like most about me? And I'm always a little bit of like, offended by the specificity of like trying to whittle down somebody to language because people are so yeah. complex and relationships yeah. are so complex even beyond like what my mind's eye can see about yeah. it you know i think it's easy though but 
it's, it's so if you're asking I think we me should, that. I think we should, do, we should do both sides of it. We should do like, what do you, like, what are the things you like most, but also like, what do you feel like you help me work on? Okay. You know what I mean? All you right. know, we don't have to phrase it like, what do you not like about me? We can like make it seem nicer, but basically. Okay. Um, well, it's, it, I, I want to just set aside your stunning beauty because that's hard to ignore. And <laughs> who knows where we'd be if you didn't have that. But yeah. this next, the thing that I really like most about you, I think transcends that. And I think you could come in a totally different package and we'd still be doing this because your sense of humor is so dope. That's oh, it. Thank so you. So simple. Okay. It's so, so like, 3d printed for me yeah yeah like i'm a, a silly boy yeah and uh so are you yeah you know you're a silly girl oh yeah silly girl <laughs> i'm begging you don't stop being my silly girl <laughs> um yeah and then what was the second part that you wanted me to say what's the thing that you've helped me work on the most the other way around like what do you it, it was basically like how do i phrase what do you not like about me in a nice way like what do you think you help me with in this dynamic you know what I mean? Like, because relationships oh, are about probably work, probably more right? like masculine, Saturnian. Like, it just probably has to do with like focus and practices and discipline. And not that you don't have that stuff, but um, I I think that's it's it seems on a very zoomed out as as objective as I could be about this. Why beings like us would be so attracted to each other is that like what I look forward to doing here today. Simple shit like. I'm going to clean this place up. I'm going to get off on it so hardcore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I love that practice and I think it's very important yeah. to have it cleaned up. It, it's it's why I don't want to lie. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's what we were talking about before. It creates a mess that I'm like, uh, I, I need to deal with that. You know what I mean? I need yeah. to clean that up I, like before I can get on to the real business. So yeah. I, I think that's all is like, hey, all the, uh, you know, you have access to the body and the breath and the the sense of spirituality that I'm like, yeah, I can help put containers around that stuff and really make this ship fucking sail. So that's what I think. I don't know if you disagree with that. Or I love it. And I have so much more to say, so I feel like we should switch because I'm just going to go off. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's switch yeah. over to uh, patreon.com slash church of chill. There's you can find tons. out what I like about Sean. Yeah. <laughs> Don't hold your breath. It might not be that good. Um, no, but th this this next episode is going to be rad. We're flying high. The mushrooms have kicked in. Oh, I'm yeah. feeling great. Um, but it would mean the world to us if you joined up. Patreon.com slash Church of Chill. There's a Discord community that you could tap into there that I think really helps people through this time of year. Oh, yeah. Um, there's tons of bonus. There's so much bonus uh, episodes that I think are better than the ones we offer on the YouTube more chill vibe yeah just much more, more personal seats. just like really let our guard down yeah um uh yeah that's all it's it's all on there there's tons of stuff and there's tons of music on there so uh join us on on patreon.com slash church of chill for part two of this here episode yada yada yada